Nutrition Heretic Facebook Live Q&A Hello folks, once again, another Thursday With us today, as always, myself included, Nicola And uh, the lovely Nutrition Heretic, Adrian Hugh I'm not sure why I say always lovely or beautiful or something like that Must be something subconscious here happening but you can't argue that she's not lolly right am i right or am i right come on <laughs> good save good save yeah <laughs> i've been practicing <laughs> okay something's happening and i'm not hearing you all of a sudden mm -hmm. oh wait there you are okay all right okay so uh yeah today is all about fat mm. uh which is actually tell me something in croatia is there this fear of fat the way there is in the u.s although you i don't think you've been to the u.s mm. to make that direct comparison but not what you see online from what i see online you can see a lot of uh fat hate but it's all all comes from uh, people that are nutritionists with air quotes you know those yeah. people that will make you feel uh, good and you will look slim and so on and so forth but they're just a bunch of idiots to say it you know to put it put simply it mildly. yeah but right, people polite. yeah yeah but um i think that people here more lean toward um, you know the uh, vegetable oils for the sources of fat uh it really depends on what type of people they are if they hang on more to the traditional ways it's either olive oil or it's lard and right. if they are you know brought up in the 90s or their parents haven't uh passed on the the knowledge etc and especially if you come from a big town and not from the countryside you are most likely to use uh uh, 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 vegetable fats. Vegetable yeah, yeah, right. and and oils. Right. Okay, so what are? Do you know what your typical vegetable oils are? Yeah, sunflower. It's the most used sunflower, and there's rape oil, but not as much used. I think the most common here is sunflower oil. Right. Yeah, I know that when uh, rapeseed oil slash canola oil was uh, started, they started using it in Spain. Uh, I learned this from the woman I lived with, uh, and she didn't, you know, she wasn't particularly interested in nutrition, but uh, she said that people were like healing over from it. Uh, there was like serious, I'm trying to remember if it was a liver problem uh, that people that was being reported, but it was like, pretty wide that it was all over the news apparently this is going back to i think when it was that i saw her probably the late 80s so right around the time that i was there living there but i didn't you know i didn't uh ask about that stuff uh when i moved there in in 89 90 mm -hmm. so yeah so yeah the rapeseed oil is is uh pretty toxic apparently i'm just looking to see if we haven't had any questions but i guess not on our page hopefully if people saw it somewhere else they will come on over and ask questions uh so yeah and um sunflower now this is kind of interesting because 
in Europe, you guys generally do use sunflower. Here, it's it used to be considered safe. Now it's not. Uh, and I guess that's by some people more than others. Uh, if I had to choose between any of the vegetable oils, you know, with the exception of obviously like olive oil, I'd probably choose sunflower oil, to mm. be honest. Um, I, you know, although I want to say that I would choose a European brand <laughs> because uh, the stuff that you guys have is just made with so much more integrity. Is it, is it um, just me or does it really seem that you're a bit biased toward the Europeans? Um, well, I think that you guys have done a better job at holding closer to your traditions. You're not as willing to let go of everything in the name of fake science. Uh, you know, most of the, the good information uh, about health, maybe, maybe I shouldn't say most, uh, but much of the, the good information about health is coming out of Europe and actually just other countries, to be honest, not not Europe alone. Uh, but comparing, because I've lived in both, uh, people are a lot healthier there than they are here. I mean, yeah, you've definitely got your health problems and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I, overall, I think that your manufacturers have done a better job. And, and part of this also comes from one of my mentors, Dr. Mary Ennig, who is now deceased, uh, but she uh, was the top lipo lipid biochemist in the world. And according to her, the, for example, margarine made in Germany mm -hmm. uh, is done by a mechanical process, which means that it's not distorting the molecule, whereas everything here is done by chemical process. Mm. And now that may have changed. I mean, she, she died two and a half years ago and you know that may have changed over the years uh but for the most part i think that you guys have done a better job at holding on to your, i mean even the fact that you can buy lard in places like when i was in berlin a couple of years back the fact that i could just buy lard or um uh what is it uh like goose fat chicken fat uh in any store was pretty impressive to me because you it's it's starting to make a comeback here only in certain circles but you can't go into just your regular supermarket and find that stuff usually mm -hmm. so yeah i am i am probably a little bit biased towards europeans well you know, it's not that I, i'm not ignoring the fact that you guys have issues too but uh you're not again you're just generally speaking and actually i'm gonna i'm gonna make one exception the swiss the swiss are ready to to abandon everything just the way the Americans are. The Swiss? Yeah. Well, that comes a bit like, you know, as a surprise for me. I always thought of the Swiss as, a, if you can put it like that, more evolved version of Europeans. They are no, pretty they rich. They like to think so. Oh, oh the snobby Dutch. bastards. You got the money and now you're better than the rest of us, right? I'm pissing off Swiss people. Too. Yeah. What's wrong with me? Yeah. Peep your uh, chocolate. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried to well, do the peep sound, but I lost my voice. So I, I can't do the high notes anymore. If, if, if I try it, it sounds like this. <gasps> you see? <laughs> yeah, we had a carnival yeah. here. So, yeah. sorry. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was wild, as you can hear. Yeah, it, it sounds... In insane yeah. but you don't celebrate any of that do you or you just you just go out for the drinking and uh well actually i am uh one of the hosts here 
So it, it was more job related slash fun slash no drinking because, um, well, I, I'm not sure if I should tell this on air, but uh, most of my carnivals to date uh, were, um, you know, they kind of remained in a blur because I would get so wasted that I would come home and then sleep until the next day or something like that. Isn't, that the, isn't that the point? Well, that is the point, but the point is, I mean, the facts are that I'm now in my 30s and, you know, you can keep on doing that forever. And it kind of, I don't know, it kind of lost the, the touch for me, you know, because I... Uh, I really uh, turned the, the volume down on the alcohol, you know. So it's yeah. it's all part of the process. So I I just yeah, don't. Yeah, it gets old. Yeah, I, I don't think of it anymore as I used to. So okay, I'll drink maybe a glass of this and glass of that, but that's it, you know. No more heavy partying. All right, for now on, you can see. I uh, it's a shame you cannot see, but I'm holding my mug right now. Maybe you'll see it on the stream. And no, my screen is all pixelated. That's why I keep oh. looking around like like something crazy is happening. Yeah, but if you could see me, uh, you would see that I'm holding a mug and there's a chicken broth in it. So that's my new alcohol. Mm. 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 That's and, awesome. And again, this is not um, uh, an advertisement, but I heard it on the Nutrition Heretic podcast first, folks. <laughs> shameless self-promotion i know uh something went wrong we're having sorry we're having trouble playing this video are you seeing that uh, or is it just my connection that's seeing that maybe i'm just refreshing everything yeah, uh, refreshing as well Let's see what happens okay ah good we're grief now i'm getting feedback video, okay okay now it's now it's looking okay over here okay all right, so we're back. Uh, so what were we talking about? We were talking about the fats, and I was saying mm -hmm. that Europeans have been better. The Swiss suck. No, no, they don't suck. But they have been uh, much, at least amongst my Swiss friends, uh, much more ready to kind of jump down the, um, you know, the low fat and the the different dietary eating disorders. And like my one friend, I feel so bad for her because. When I saw her last, she was maybe in her early 50s, 52, I want to say. And she easily looked like she was in her 70s. And, you know, she ate like a bird. You know, she was so afraid. She was kind of down this macrobiotic path when I first had met her. And then when I saw her, she was somewhere in between. She was actually doing that, you know, blood type diet. And she's like, well, I'm a type A. I'm not supposed to eat meat. And she did eat some fish, but her portions were so meager mm. and and there was zero fat um mm. it was although i have to say it was much more flavorful than you know most of the those my you know recent vegan restaurant experiences uh it was um yeah it was it was i felt really bad for her because you could see like she she's clearly started to have and this is one of the things that a lot of people overlook because you know somebody might look great or, or what have you but then they forget about depression you know so she had taught she was telling me all about of her her bouts of depression and uh you know just how things in her life were falling apart and i'm going ah well you know can't tell somebody that something that they're not ready to hear yeah yeah but i hear definitely you. 
she definitely needed uh, some fats in her diet and like everything was just kind of steamed with the idiotiest amount of salt and almost zero butter or, well, or any other fat, you know? Well, if you look at it from another perspective, it's no wonder that those people often feel, you know, miserable because if put poetically, spices are... Uh, the really, spice of life. yes, the spice of life. That's what I was trying to say to you. Uh, and if you take that away, you get a bland meal, which in turn makes your life really bland. You know? Oh, totally. I mean, it's it is a metaphor for yeah. for that in so many ways. Uh, but yeah, a bland meal is kind of you know at that point you're eating for function. You know, you're you're eating because you know you should. To, mm. to sustain yourself, not because, and actually, I don't even know if that's considered sustenance, but you know that you'll die without putting something past your lips. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like all the, all the enjoyment is totally sucked out of it. And, and, uh, again, that's kind of why I know I've said this on, on various episodes, why some psychiatrists or psychologists will say that, uh, you know, when uh, cults can induct, people much faster when they tell them what to eat it become it's one of the one of the key areas that they need to control because if they can control your food and what you put in your mouth then they can easily pull you away from whatever community you normally enjoy food around so it's, it's so pretty, uh, and any on. thoughts on what tom cruise was uh eating Oh, or, I don't even want to touch that guy. No. <laughs> Whatever makes you jump on the couch uh, on Oprah yeah. must be He's something weird. Yeah. Oprah, yeah, that's that's wacky. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about them. Although, let me. I've been watching some documentaries. Uh, I actually enjoy religious documentaries quite a bit, hmm. uh, and so I've been watching on just all these different offshoots of protestantism and catholicism and understanding like what it is that drives people to get into these cults and there are definitely a lot of parallels a lot of parallels between all of them and now i'm watching what i did three seconds ago okay so uh so for the fats yeah we talked about the the lard mashed potatoes yum mm. and uh yeah i use i use i i really mix it up i mean i use olive oil i use magnet oil more now because that's what's local to me i'm trying to you know do the right thing and eat whatever's around me so magnet oil i can buy in bulk and it's actually a lot cheaper than buying olive oil and i know the source so uh i don't know if you guys have the same issue with olive oil where you are with tainting of the olive oil is, uh, is first of all is Croatia producing any olive oil? Yeah, oh, by the ton. I mean, especially here in the region where I am, uh it's common sense that almost every household, I mean, at least those that uh do any agriculture, uh they produce their own. So, mm -hmm. you know, the olive tree is like a symbol here. Our region is called Istria. So, mm -hmm. Uh, it's it's a symbol of this region of this uh, part of the country, and uh, it's like uh, you know it's like native to us, like 
Canadians with their maples, you know, mm. olive is, is, is native here. So we, we kind of, all of us make our own and with the tainted oils, um, that is something that's happening here as well, because not only in Croatia, but in Italy as well, uh, there was, um, a research, uh, I think a couple of years back where they tested the olive oils that were present on the market to see how many of them were actually, you know, diluted with other oils and weren't what they uh, were claiming to be. And the results were very uh, disappointing, you know, because most of the oils, even the top brands were tainted. And we're, we're right. talking about, you know, uh, industri- uh, not industrial oils, we're uh, talking about um, oils that are, you know, uh, in supermarkets and that are factory made, etc. Right. And with the homemade oils, it's a totally different um, situation because it's really a shame to do something like that. You know, here it's literally right. a shame. So it's just pure olives and nothing else. Okay. I want to buy some of this olive oil. <laughs> can you, can we, you know, come up with a nutrition heretic brand olive oil from Croatia and, and sell this worldwide? Well, well I think. Ship me a box. I'll, I'll pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> come on. I'm serious. Get me like a case of 12 yeah. on a boat or however it has to get to this remote part of the world. <laughs> And let's do this. Well, uh, it, it all depends on if your customs will allow it. If it won't stuck there and be, I don't know, if you don't get a fine for importing dangerous materials from third world countries, you know. No, I think this, I think olive oil is in the safe category. I can yeah. check. Mm. I can check, I think. Let I think me know. I, Let me know. If it's, if it's doable, I will send you a, a crate of oil and you'll see what we make here. Yeah, I would love to. I would love to get the real thing, and if we can offer this to the world, uh, or at least to Americans who are, you know, we we have so few choices here, mm. and you know, we've got like a couple of brands out of California. God knows what the heck they're doing in California these days. You know, it's sort of like what you were saying with Switzerland. California used to be considered extremely progressive and uh, very mindful of things like what they put in their bodies, and there's definitely a, a huge contingency of people there that uh do that but um they are just they're going nuts over there i don't know what the heck they're doing uh did it happen after arnold became the governor not 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 too far behind i want to say it's no i i don't know it's probably (laughs) (laughs) go figure yeah, that guy. And yeah, now we're scraping to the bottom of it. I know. <laughs> my people, my people. Jeez. So, uh, <laughs> so we've got Angela Wade. Angela, do you have any questions about the fats? Maybe. We've covered sunflower oil. Would would you? She, you're, I know you're in Canada, but would you buy olive oil from Croatia? Yeah, that's what I was talking Nutrition about. Heretic brand olive oil. She's not answering. <laughs> um, okay. no, no comment. Yeah, uh, we take orders, you know, just just for information. Yeah, we're taking orders. Um, so yeah, that would that that could be something. Who knows? Um, so what? Let me see. What else do I do? But yeah, I do a lot. Like I 
use duck fat, chicken fat, beef tallow? Do you do you use? Uh, she said yes, she would. Because you know that I would not sell you crap, Angela. That's why. You know that I, I have integrity, unlike some of these other people, cutting their oils. Yeah. At least, you know, not, was the- at least not until we hit, I don't know, 100,000 subscribers and make millions, then we can do whatever we want, you know. But yeah. for now, we're going to keep it real, yeah. Uh, you love avocado oil. And you know what? I do like the flavor of all avocado oil mayonnaise, but... I'm afraid, see, I'm lucky. Not that you're so unlucky, Angela, but I live in Hawaii and I have three avocado trees in my backyard and I am, (laughs) Um, no, that's okay about the typing. It's also my screen is uh, taking a while to propagate this stuff. In any case, uh, yeah, you know, the avocado is great. And I, as far as I understand, the oil is produced in a very, sustainable not sustainable but uh safe manners literally just pressing the avocados uh to my understanding no serious uh like bleaching and fumigating and all that kind of stuff my problem comes in and i'm gonna I, I i hope i'm not totally raining on your parade angela is uh what happens to get the avocados in the first place we've you've heard the episodes right nicola where we talked mm. about the blood avocado yeah yeah in yes, contrast so, to co- um, coconuts. Yes. Yes. And I, I only get those locally too, or from co-ops that I, that I know about, uh, because, um, yeah, it's just, they're, they're like literally in Mexico, they're murdering people and they're holding their children at gunpoint. And it's just crazy what's going on in Mexico for over avocados. And, um, yeah, I know there is always a price to pay and, you know, trying to minimize the human casualties (laughs) in that. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's pretty much anything that they're promoting now out of Mexico has a really harsh downside to, um, to the families that were doing this stuff traditionally. And even quinoa, you, you know, used to be just this little cottage industry that nobody really heard about. And, it was like you know $20 a pound, some ridiculous amount of money per pound when I first started buying it. Uh, mm. But now, you know, then it was almost like overnight the price went down. Right, and I'm, yeah. I'm, well, very, uh, I'm very worried that I, I don't know any specific uh, stories about what's going on in the quinoa industry, but I'm pretty sure it's not just, you know, small farming families. Mm. At least most of it is not. I, I heard a similar thing yes, is happening. Why, Angela, you'd love it. You come visit me. Do you hear me? <laughs> uh, I heard a similar thing is uh, happening to stevia as well because it was actually um, it was actually used by uh, Indians, if I'm not right uh, mistaken. Um, not the, yes. those Indians, yes, not those Indians, <laughs> but uh, in uh, I'm not sure in what part of the of the of the America is it. So I'm not gonna go blame you know. Uh, yeah, make I'm a fool drawing a blank on which country it was too. It's yeah. definitely South American. Yeah, something like uh, that of, of South American provenance. So, so they basically discovered it. I, I'm not sure how many centuries ago. You know, it, it was like uh, a local knowledge passed from uh, one generation to another, and then the companies came, and then they just took that without any uh, contribution. You know, they just took it for granted for their own, and now they are. 
doing all this uh, stevia craze and they didn't get anything for compensation i mean the yeah. the, the 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 people the local people that use it right yeah i i totally believe it that's why i have typically said that whenever i hear of a new craze i go the mm. other way yeah uh because there's we i think we always have options um and so many of these studies are really, you know, they're only studying the one thing that's of interest to them. Mm. Uh, so, for example, here, like you, t we talked about sunflower, right? Here, they used to say, well, lecithin can only come from eggs and soybeans. And eggs are expensive, so we're just going to use soybean lecithin and everything. And then they realized everybody was killing over from soybean lecithin or soybean products. You know, there's many people with severe allergies and intolerances, et cetera. And so finally they started switching it out but what do they switch it to sunflower which has been used uh for a long time i don't know if it was always used in europe uh but you guys were onto it way before they were admitting that it existed mm. uh in sunflower and this goes back to the other conversation that we had earlier about the europeans having more integrity uh generally speaking with their production of you know large scale foods you know for the public as opposed to you know the cottage industry stuff so even you know at that level yeah you guys got it together a little bit better than we do yeah well i think we we kind of stuck more to the tradition mm -hmm. so to speak i'm not sure because in america it seems to me that everything as the technology went on the the food processing and the whole uh thoughts um circuit went along with it so it was just modified to go uh more convenient uh, more fast you know uh, more accessible in any time and without the hassle without the need to prepare things you know just go there and pick up the shelf and consume it right. and that's it and here on our side is still a little bit you know more slow down enjoying the meal and enjoying the preparation of the meal as first right. and foremost and then right. just you know enjoying that moment not just stuffing something into you and just rush in for the next big thing or you know well i mean this goes back to yet another thing we touched yeah. on today it's all interconnected is, uh you know just taking taking uh the meal as you know whatever you put in your mouth is like purely functional here it's just mm. the, like all of the enjoyment and the community around it has been taken out and you know we can you know if i had to blame someone i would probably blame advertising yeah you know, the, the people who are making this stuff uh if you have not read the whole soy story or have not listened to our episode with Dr. Kayla Daniel, uh, anybody who hasn't listened to that, you want to listen to it because she talks about the history of the soy industry, how it came on the market. You know, it wasn't it wasn't because it was so great and they were like, hey, we got this great thing that's good for you. No, it's, it was because they were using uh, the oil actually it, during World War Two was uh, apparently tank fuel. And the stuff that was left over, they were like, this is a shame that we'd have to waste it. And then the, you know, the hippie generation comes in and they're not eating meat because they've got a, you know, different level of consciousness based on, you know, what they've learned 
from Indian traditions. And, and so they don't want to eat meat. And they're like, hey, we'll sell it to those guys. Yeah, and- it doesn't have meat in it. So the whole focus comes away from eating for health and towards uh, eating for you know, political correctness for, and, and really what they did was they, they appealed to people being smarter Mm. for doing this. And this is very similar to what the rhetoric we hear around vaccines. Like you're an idiot if you don't believe what I'm saying. And, uh, you know, the, the answer again is always somewhere in the middle. So I'm off my soapbox. You want your what? Soapbox? I said, I'm off my soapbox. Ah, Ah, are there any good oils that don't have blood money? That's a damn good question, uh, Angela. I have no freaking idea. You know, the the only thing I can say, you know, for the the oils are just hard. That's why I like to stick to the animal fats because you can more easily. I mean, maybe you know somebody who produces something near you, some kind of walnut oil or something like that. I don't know, uh, but that would be a great little cottage industry. I think that a lot of people would want is to you know be able to get. That you know, like I, I know that I've I've biatched about uh, almonds on this show as well because uh, the almond orchards in California are a huge reason why uh, we're losing bees at, at the astounding rate that we are uh, as they're being shipped back and forth to California. So yeah, I, I you know I hate to be Debbie Downer when it comes to this kind of stuff, but uh, again, just uh, you know jumping all the on all the bandwagons. Uh, and this is, uh, Angela, this is exactly why Nicola and I are talking about the olive oil thing. And, you know, maybe maybe we'll do an olive oil and magnet oil company. Um, I have I happen to have sources in, for the magnet oil, um, you know, that uh, actually I have two sources that I could probably uh, network with uh, to to make it more widely available. Like right now, the magnet oil that this one company is producing when they bottle it for you, they sell it at, you know, what comes across as a pretty ungodly <laughs> cost of, uh, I think it's like $10 a bottle for like the small bottle, which is, mm. I guess, eight ounces, eight ounces as a cup. Uh, you know, that's like one thing of mayonnaise. Um, is it really but, worth it? Uh, yeah. Well, sorry. Is it really worth it? Is it really well? You know, is your is your health really worth it, Nicola? Yeah, but uh, it, sure it is, Adrian. But I was uh, referring to what are exactly the health benefits of uh, magnet oil. That's what's that's what's interesting. Ah, the health benefits yeah. of magnet oil. Well, if it just you know the, the thing about this one is that it is. I don't know if it has any purported you know health benefits. Um, it is considered extremely stable mm-hmm. uh, compared to the, it's not saturated, but they do consider it stable. I believe it's a monounsaturate. Uh, so it is in the same, from that standpoint, at least it's in the same category as olive oil. It tastes great on salads. As a matter of fact, I made a salad for somebody the other day and I used an avocado for my garden and magnet oil plus a couple other ingredients. They were like, what's in this dressing? It's so good. <laughs> uh, so, um, but yeah, it's, it's very flavorless. Uh, or at least very close to flavorless. And um, this one is not bleached or fumigated in any way. Uh, Other brands, like I believe Oils of Aloha, don't quote me on that, people at Oils of Aloha, uh, that that one 
is uh, they do go through like a fumigation process on that one. So it's not as natural as you would like to think. Uh, this one actually tastes better. I've, I've done a taste comparison and this one is definitely better. Uh, but it's literally just because they, you know, they make all these different magnet products at this place. And it's literally the oil that rises to the top that they skim off and they sell that. So I can buy a half gallon for maybe 30 $32, something like that. That's a hefty and price. And Angela said she bought honey in Oman and it cost her 75 bucks. Oh. Okay, first of all, it's 75 bucks Canadian, which is okay. like $30. No, that's not that much. It's yeah. uh, maybe $60. 60, US, 60 somewhere around 65, 60. Yeah. Around yeah. 65 maybe. Um, how much honey was this? I hope it was like a suitcase full. We'll wait for her to get back to us on that. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I don't know that it's supposed to be so, you know, particularly heart healthy or any of the other claims, which honestly, I don't even care about their claims anymore with stuff like that. I want, oh, it's about a leader. Okay. So leader is a court. A court. Yeah. That's a lot. That's mm, <laughs> about, yeah. uh, although, you know, good, good Hawaiian honey is probably, probably about $30 for the same amount. Well, that's very cool, you know, supporting a local farmer. I'm sure he appreciated that, you coming mm. from all the way across the seas to purchase his honey. That's pretty awesome. So to the, this month, by the way, is National, National Nutrition Month. And so uh, I think I'm going to do some kind of challenge. Oh. Anybody up for a challenge? Me, me, me. Pick me. Pick you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. No, 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 no. Um, okay, so Angela's Angela's in. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do some kind of a challenge. Probably like a 5-day challenge, let's say. Mhm. See, it's it's hard to do a, a f just 5 days with nutrition because I want to change so like people have so many things they got to change and like they may not get to today's and then they got to add today's to tomorrow's. So, you know, it's what do you think is better, Nicola? doing one just like one week of say five things that we have to change or one thing or or just one big thing that we have to change or is it better to do one different thing each day over five or ten days whatever we decide to do i think it really depends on the person that's trying to that's change stuff yeah i think that yeah. mm, Different models apply to different persons. So I think that everybody should stick to what works for him the best, you know. Now you just shot a hole in my challenge. Dang. Yeah. Maybe want to try it without anyone, uh, you know. How, how do you say it, you know? Uh, like, all right. L let me just put it simple because I'm overdoing it right now. Ah, one thing. She said, do just one thing like Lent. Yeah. Very, you don't know what Lent is, do you? Uh, Lent, like... It's uh, the thing after Mardi Gras. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> so you got to give up something. Okay, yeah, that's that's a that's a good idea. Okay, thank you, Angela. I like that. I like that uh, way. But, you know, so the, the thing about this approach is that there's going to be some introspection and reflection. Oh, that's what I do all the time. So I'm, I, I'm already past, you know, I already passed all of your challenges. Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ciao. Yeah. See you later. Oh, uh, so we should wrap this up. 
mm-hmm. uh, because we've droned on for about 34 minutes now. Um, but yeah, you know, guys, use uh, use a variety of fats and oils in your diet. You know, they hear these people saying like, oh, I just bathe myself in olive oil. And then they and actually, I don't know if it's specifically from the olive oil or it's the fact that they're avoiding other oils, uh, but almost every person who's who's like bragged about how they only use olive oil has some kind of neurological disorder. I don't mm. know what that is, but it's just a trend that I've noticed when I see the two things and I froze with the weirdest look on my face. I look like, you know, I talk about somebody who looks like she's 75. I'm like, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So yeah. You know, if you're doing, if you're doing any kind of frying, you know, over heat, uh, generally speaking, I would be using the animal fats, particularly lard or tallow. You know, if you're, you're sauteing your, your potatoes or vegetables, I like to use some kind of lard or lard oil and duck fat. Uh, you know, I will use olive oil when I make sauces, certain sauces, sometimes in my vegetables, but I don't, I, I'm not one of these people who's like, you can never heat olive oil. It's going to kill you. Like, I don't believe that because I know that it has been traditionally used in, in cooking. Mm. Uh, but I'm not going to high heat fry in it. You know, if I want to make French fries, I'm going to use duck fat or chicken fat mm. or lard or tallow. If I'm going to fry chicken, it's probably going to be tallow or lard. Um, yeah, and, and, it like won't, and it won't taste good. Uh, anyway, if you fry, let's say, potatoes in olive oil, in real olive oil, it won't taste That's good. That's not necessarily true. No? Because when I lived in Spain, okay, back in the day when olive oil was olive oil, mm-hmm. they used to they used to like roast and fry uh, uh, fr- uh, potatoes in olive oil, and they were pretty damn scrumptious. Mm. I gotta say. Mm. I mean, yeah. I only used it for uh, frying chicken, but other than that, maybe maybe they have a less. Uh, it's not sour. How do you say that? Uh, Bitter, right? Maybe it's not that bitter as our oil. Not sure. Right. Oh, she uses coconut oil. She loves coconut oil, mm. and, but she will try more animal fat. Uh, mm. Best fries everywhere cooked in duck fat. Yum. Mm. So true. So yep. so very true. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite butcher shops is in uh, Oakland, California, outside of San Francisco, and they make a mean chicken sandwich, and it, they fry that shit in tallow. Mmm, mmm, that's so good. And, you know, this is the thing. It's like I don't really eat a lot of sandwiches. And one of the reasons is because sandwiches generally make me feel really sleepy. Uh, that, w- that was like rocket fuel when I ate that sandwich. <laughs> it, was, it was besides being delicious. I had so I went in there tired, came out there with a ton of energy, which lasted for the rest of the day. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's where it's at. It wasn't a Subway sandwich. I'm pretty much no, sure. No, no. You know? Well, while we are on the topic, I read that uh, they were analyzing a uh, Subway chicken sandwich and they found out that more than 50% was actually soy. Oh, yeah, I believe it. Yeah. That's why I laugh when people use like the McDonald's hamburger as their uh, their example that Americans eat too much meat. Mm. because it was widely known in the 80s and early 90s that a McDonald's hamburger was like something like 80% soy. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's very little, you know, real stuff going into those cheap things. It's it's waste product. That's why they can bring it to you so cheaply. But th- there's another thing. Okay, so I do believe that the patties are 100% meat because they 
recently released a video, you know, behind the scenes mm -hmm. where they, uh, for the first time ever, they uh, allowed ca uh, television cameras to enter one of their facilities where yeah, the they had to get, get yeah. ready to. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's let, let's make it look good yeah. today. And, and some real meat in that burger. Yeah, and and for you know, I'm not sure it was really f just for the show, but they really showed how they do you know the patties it's just this type of meat together with this type of meat and then they go on the conveyor belt and they just came out off as they are and that's okay for me but um the meat is not Wait, the only did they show you grind did they show you yes they were grinding the meat too? yes yes it was just a pink paste you know it was a pink paste and then it was shaped into patties so, but but they but they showed like a whole piece of meat, like a like yeah. a side of beef. Yes, and they yes. showed it go through the thing. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. Kind of. Yeah, okay. I'm not, I'm not sure if they added in anything after, but it was you know whole pieces of beef, and then it was turned into this pink goo. But the pa the patty is just one ingredient, and there's so much more in a in a McDonald's hamburger. Uh, you know, to go through that's it's really impossible just to just to claim that it's better because of the because of the patty because they uh, really did some research on the buns and the buns mm -hmm. I really forgot what the chemical name is but the buns contain a chemical that is used in uh, what was that I think it was uh, mattresses. Or something oh, like God. that. Some foam. <laughs> retardant stuff? Yeah, not sure. Some foam <laughs> ingredient is in the oh, buns. Oh, oh, you gotta send me stuff like this when you see uh, this. Is, was this on your like local TV or something? Uh, or no, it it, it 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 was a link. I have friends, you know, who are pretty much adamant about this kind of thing, and then I see, you know, stuff. And uh, frankly, I did try to post on the nutrition heretic um page but i get an explicit ban and a warning not to do so so i'm behaving good but i can do so you know in private yeah, messages send those, you know what send those to me mm -hmm. and Anne. Mm -hmm. sure all right I will, I will send you those two links just so you can get you know a feel for it because when you read something like that i, I mean i think i ate a big mac two times in my life and i'm almost 30 now right i never liked mcdonald's not even before i knew what i know now right. and it you know those two times that i ate it uh both times i uh drank a cola with it uh -huh. and after the meal i was feeling so freakingly sluggish so my yeah. heart really you know it, it it pumped for blood it was really yeah, heavy palpitations yes yeah. and i uh, and i really uh started uh breathing you know very deep it was hard to move it, from one big mac you know right and i'm I, a healthy I, I, person I totally, I totally believe it it's um it you, you actually sound the same way i did when i came back from the vegan restaurant <laughs> 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 just like just you know sitting like a like a rock in the bottom of your yeah. stomach and can't can't move it around so um yeah yeah there's there's a lot of crap out there send me that link 
Uh, yeah, guys, uh, frying saturated fats. That's what they, they keep it stable. They don't soak up. If you're really uh, conscious about the amount of calories you're getting into your body, then definitely you want to stick with the saturated fats for your frying because it's not going to soak up. You're not going to be constantly replenishing your source of fat uh, throughout your the frying process. You pretty much end up with what you started with. Uh, so yes, you're consuming less calories and that's the only time you'll hear me say something like that, mm -hmm. uh, is really just to prove a point that, um, you know, the vegetable oils are going to add calories to your diet and they're indigestible too. Oh, the calories. Oh, oh yeah. That's a whole other thing. So yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe we'll talk about calories next week. Sure. That would Maybe. be good. I, I, or we I, could talk about water. You know, let's talk about water. <laughs> Let me think or, about the calories one. Cause... Okay. And maybe we can talk about calories in the water. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why everybody wants to drink water. Yeah. Is because, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with it, but that's, you know, that's, that, that's why people are starting to drink water to the exclusion of food. Uh, because it has no calories. Yeah. You know, we could do a good one on calories. Okay. Next two weeks. Water yeah. and calories. We know that much. All right. Write so. that down because I'll forget by the time you, you <laughs> stop. <laughs> sure. Is there okay. a per particular order for water than calories or? Eh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All but, right. But, you know, everything, that, everything that, that, that we talk about, it all goes back to, to, you know, the other conversation anyway. So it doesn't, doesn't really matter. And that's, that's what I love about this is that many of the other disciplines, they, they're, um, their theories kind of fall apart, you know, when they try to retrofit it to other stuff. And when I look at what we're doing and what we're talking about, it all makes sense. And that's that's the number one thing that I hear from people. It, was like, it all makes sense now. Hmm. Now I can understand why, you know, my grandmother lived to be 105 and did all the wrong things. And her son, who, you know, tried to do the right things, died at 50. <clears throat> So the moral of the story here is do the right Listen the, the wrong the stuff. Yeah. Yeah, do the wrong thing. That's yeah. that's what the that's the heretic brand. Go. And, and we'll put that on the olive oil. Do the wrong thing. Yeah, do the wrong <laughs> thing. Yeah, that's a that's good. That's our new slogan. <laughs> that's a good slogan. Okay. Yeah. End this video. Yeah. Ciao, everybody. All right. Ciao. Bye.